Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Welcome to the Mickey Glazer Podcast Live Edition. Oh my God. Noah, how are we feeling? This is unbelievable, Nikki. It's so exciting. Uh, usually I have to say to anyone who's listening at home, um, I know how you feel about live episodes of podcasts. We all know. We listen to a lot of podcasts. You, you usually skip the live ones. Because they're not as good as in person, and you're jealous of the people that are there. That's and you true. should be. All these people are going to have a great time tonight. But we are going to have a great show for our listeners as well. And yes, we're we thinking are. about you. You're here in spirit. Kind of. I, I, I honestly forgot we had any other listeners. <laughs> um, how are you doing tonight, Noah? I, I mean, I'm blown away by all of this. What, what have, blows you away the most? Our besties. Yes, I know. So many fans of the show. 
it's, I'm overwhelmed by it. And we can see them all. Usually when I'm on stage, everyone is in the dark. And oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm blurring my eyes, blurring as you eyes. know. I Yeah, someone just said that. I blur my eyes so I don't have to make eye contact with anyone because I feel like when you do make eye contact, they're forced to laugh. And it's just like, it's kind of raping them into a laugh. And I just don't want to... It's the nicest way to say it. That's not the nicest way to say it. That's actually... <laughs> How was that the nicest way to say it? I love how that was me covering up. That was honestly the worst way to say it, but that's how it feels. It's like, I never want to make someone do anything against their will. And so when I look at people, I think early on in my stand-up career, I realized when I would look down at someone, like a, a nervous girl that would be just like judging my boots. And um, if you have any questions, Poshmark, uh, $39.95 <laughs> plus shipping. And... Uh, but it, yeah, I would just see a girl judging my boots and then I, she would like see me see her and then she would just go, ah! and it was just like, oh no, I just like raped her into that. Like it just felt like I, she gave me something. The same way I used to feel when men would be like, smile, and I would always do it because I'm like, this is the least I can do to not get raped right now. Like what, <laughs> what might you do if I don't? I would just be like, it's the tiniest little rape. And so I don't like to do that to anyone. So... Uh, oh, and I do like to say that although we are, you know, doing this live podcast and I can see all of you and, uh, you know, we're, there's cameras around, which, you know, people on the podcast know. I don't know why they're here. We have no idea. We're so confused that cameras keep following us, but it's happening. Um, I want to just extend to you, everyone here, um, if you want to go to the bathroom at any time, we are not going to be like... Oh, look at this guy taking a shit. Like, we're not going to call you out. I promise you I won't even look at you. Now that I've said that, everyone will think you're taking a shit, but I'm not going to be the one to say it. And I just feel like I have to say that now at my live shows because people get so, especially now with COVID being over and everyone being so, you know, inside for so long, which really behooves some people's, like, you know, lives. I remember my parents kind of talking about when things were first starting to open up, and we had the vaccine, they would go, you know, um, our friends, uh, they don't want to go out there, they're just scared of it. And I go, are they vaccinated? And, and, and you guys, and it's like, well, they know who's going and everything? And they go, no, they're they just, they're scared of the, the COVID. And I go, no, they have social anxiety. That's what they have. Yeah. Like that, it's the, it's the, the COVID's the best thing to ever happen to people with social anxiety, which is not, it's not a judgment, but people have it. So when people venture out to go to my shows, and I think I especially attract fans who might, deal with mental health issues, especially anxiety, and going to things. I ask people to go alone to things. I'm asking a lot of people to come out of their house and then they might get seated in the middle of a section of the audience. And I've been with Andrew. We went to go see Dear Evan Hansen. Do you remember that story? I remember that story. On Broadway, Andrew and I went to go see Dear Evan Hansen and I had never known this about Andrew, but he had uh, a lot of anxiety about being stuck, you know, like being, not being able to get out. And it's a common fear that I've never known, but a lot of people related to it. And I was like, wait, what's going on? And he was just like very scared that at some point he would have to go to the bathroom, have a panic attack, and it would disturb the show. And then it would just, so he, he, so then that makes his anxiety even worse. So I like to always consider that person that might have that and say, you can do whatever the fuck you want during the show. I will not be like, you're fucking it up. You can like have a panic attack. You can scream out. We won't, we don't care. Just be yourselves and be comfortable and anything can happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, like this is a safe space. Yeah. Except for my mom. Mom, behave yourself. You <laughs> are not allowed. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Okay, so Noah, we're in St. Louis. You flew in yesterday. You're staying across the street from me. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on St. Louis? Have you been here before? I've never been to St. Louis before. Yeah. Uh, it's really quaint, actually. Quaint. Yeah. I just, I'm so tickled by that because, as you know, I have kind of realized this is my home now. And uh, you know, for the time being, I'm loving it. Like I remember the apartment, the, you know, in the high rise that you got in New York that you were paying so much for that you never got to live in. Dude, did you ever go to that place? I didn't, but I knew about it. Yeah. Um, I am reluctant to talk about that place. My mom still has nightmares about the money that was spent on that apartment. For those of you who don't know, I moved to my parents' house during COVID because I was uh, I signed a lease on an apartment in New York for March 1st, 2020. And I was in LA until March 14th, so I was not even to be living there until the you know mid-month. And I had decided at this point in my life I was making good money, I was having a fantastic, this was gonna be my year, as which my agents have said for the past <laughs> you know, four years. But, and then once it's your year, is the next year not your year? Like that kind of bummed me out. I'm like, I don't want any year to be my year. I wanted to just, just keep pushing it. But it was supposed to be my year, and um, and I'm so sorry about it because my year, I really fucked up my year for everyone. <laughs> I think it was it was my responsibility, and I don't know what I did. But um, so I got this place, so much money. Um, you know, whatever you're thinking, it was double it. Like honestly, it's disgusting. And the reason I did is because I don't have kids. I don't like buy a lot of expensive things. I. I was just like, people in my life were just like, treat yourself. You deserved it. You deserve it, Nikki. That's what I hear a lot. You work so hard. You are so hard on yourself. I lived in like shitty apartments for so long. I decided to spend four times as much I've ever spent on an apartment. And I got rid of all my furniture that I have accrued since like college, but it was all crap. And I was like, I'm going to start over with a designer. I hired this woman that did secondhand um, designing so she only found salvaged materials which there's only one woman in Manhattan that did that so that is someone get into that job because <laughs> like green stuff is like I couldn't believe there was one I think she charged me a, 8 to 11 grand for a lamp she found like for all the work that went into it she, she did the whole place so she did a lot of work and I got an invoice for like 8 somewhere around 8 to 11 grand I remember I don't know why I don't know the specific number it's just too painful and um, and I'm really bad at looking at money but then I, all I got it was a lamp out of it but I was like you know what I learned a lesson just do it yourself next time I never moved into that apartment because I just I was in LA when COVID hit moved back in with my parents um, just decided to just go with them since my mom was out in LA with me to go be on the Kelly Clarkson show. We were going to tape it in March. It was going to air in May for the Mother's Day show. It was a pre-tape. And things started getting shut down. The Hanks got COVID. That's when we knew it was real. And we go, (laughs) holy shit. And I just wanted to be with mommy and daddy. Moved back home to St. Louis. Um, Thought a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple months. Kept going. And then, um, yeah, and then my apartment, I couldn't get People kept going, just don't pay rent. Just don't do it. Like, that's what everyone's doing. And I go, but won't you have to pay it at some point? And they're like, oh, yeah, but just not now. I'm like, well, I don't want to deal with that. Just I'll pay it now. So I paid $8,000 a month for 10 months 
of an apartment I only went in one time because I needed to get some weed out of an old box that was there. So I had to go through a box. My assistant at the time was living there. She had a good time. But um, you know what? And, and, and something I talk about on the podcast all the time is just acceptance of like your body, yourself, your flaws, the things other people say about you. I mean, the listeners that are here, if you've listened to all the episodes, you've heard me in some really dark places and how I've gotten out of those. And that for me, I, I think my mom can even attest to this. You were very upset about that number at the time uh, of that I was. That eight number? That eight number, yeah. I mean, it's a disgusting, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit that, but it had an elevator as the front door. Like it, oh, the door was an elevator. That, you've made it, right? The only thing, though, that I was actually glad I never lived in there is that if someone would have broken into my house, like, imagine being in your bed late at night and and hearing something, and instead of hearing a guy, like, break in the door, you just hear, ding. Like, you're like, hello? Like, that would be scary. So I kind of felt okay about it. But I really did just learn, you know what? That was never my money to have. That was always going to go to that. There was nothing I did wrong there. I didn't know a pandemic was coming. Of course, the timing was so inopportune, so ironic that I got my lease then. But that, I have to do what I said I was going to do, which is pay my rent, and I did it. And, you know, I, I can't wait. I can't spend every day going, I can't, what would I do with that? Because honestly, I'd probably just buy a Taylor Swift guitar that has a sticker on it of a autograph I already own, which is a thing that happened to me. I have a question for you. Yes. How are your feet feeling? Thank you so much for asking because <laughs> today was a rough day for me. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't like to lie. I went over to my parents' house and um, I had a voice lesson with my new best friend, Aria, and uh, I brought her over to, uh, you know, coach me and my dad on a song and ah, she was having me hit some notes that were just not easy for me and it just made me feel I don't like doing things I'm bad at and I'm I was sounding bad and so much like the dogs left the room like and <laughs> and it was the type of sounds that you thought dogs would come to you know like just screeching high-pitched uh frequencies and they were fleeing Marion was offended and so I started crying uh, and it was nice because I think the only time I can really cry is when I sound bad singing. I don't know what it is, but I kind of just cry every time I sound bad singing. And I, I struggle crying, as you know. Uh, I don't know if it's antidepressants or just like feeling like, oh, are you sad, Nikki? So it felt good to like cry. And then later on, I cried again about crying. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on with me? Like, I'm just like, something's fucking up, you know? Like, I was just, do you ever have that feeling where you're just like, why do I like wanna like hurt myself today or like drive into a tree or like a, off a bridge and then you go to the bathroom and you start bleeding and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I thought I wanted to drown my dogs because I was crazy, but it's because I'm hormonal. And it's, it just all of a sudden, it was so funny because these camera people are following me around and it was embarrassing to cry in front of all of them a couple times. And then I go to the bathroom and I go, I'm bleed, I'm on my period. And everyone's just like, ah, and I'm like off the hook for it. It's so nice. It, that's the nice thing about being a woman. We complain about periods, but it, go, it gets you off the hook. So that being said, I was feeling kind of down tonight and like feeling even on the way here, I was like, how am I going to get it up for this? And obviously I feel very up. But one of the things that contributed to that was that I found out 
So when we were planning this whole thing, I mentioned to the, one of the people that's following me around with cameras, I don't really know what's happening, that I go, oh my God, an ideal situation would be if someone were like, oh, we got a foot masseuse to like rub my feet on stage. Totally joking. L- like uh, just a comment, you'd be like, Ugh. like didn't think anyone even heard. I said it to the, like no one. And tonight you texted me while I was driving over here with Andrew, um, Mandy's here. And I was like, who's Mandy? And you go, the masseuse. And then all of a sudden, one of the camera people that are following me around for no reason, they go, yeah, it's a, the masseuse that you asked for. And I go, I what? That I conjured from saying a thing that I didn't even know I said out loud. And I am so fucking excited because how ironic is it that this is happening? I did not know this was going to happen. And on the podcast episode this morning that we did, I pulled oh, in foot our foot massager and had a foot massage right. from our machine going during the podcast. So tonight, I have, that foot massager has come to life, like um, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> and we, uh, she is going to join us on stage, and she's just gonna rub my feet during the show, if that's okay <laughs> with people, because I am not weird about it. It might be weird at first, we're gonna feel it out, Yeah. but like, I deserve this, and I want this so bad, like, you don't understand, this is gonna make me so happy that I just feel like, if I go to see a performer, I want whatever's gonna make them the happiest because it's contagious, right? So just, if this is weird to you, just know that it's making me so happy. And <laughs> you know, my bunion, uh, embracing my bunions has been very hard. Mandy, come on up, but please don't speak. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Welcome Mandy to the stage. Hi, Mandy. Mandy already massaged my feet, well, my friend's feet. My friend and I went to you. Where do you work again? Indigo. Indigo Massage in St. Louis, and they are fantastic. And um, she did my friend Kirsten's feet. Oh. And, uh, and then I found out afterwards, you were like, and I'm a fan. And I didn't know it during the whole time. So you're welcome. Uh, no, just, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This is like amazing. And we're just going to like talk and have a good time. Um, is this the first time you've ever massaged someone's feet at a live podcast taping? <laughs> Okay, um, well, it's a first for me as well. And just go hard, get in those bunions, uh, really work this web space in between this. Um, and I am so, I'm so excited for this. Should we bring in? I think so. Yeah. Should we bring him in? All right, I think it's time. Andrew! <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. 
It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Andrew, oh, what's going on? What's up? Oh, Look at great. this, dude. Oh, this is great. 
Hi, guys. Oh, wait, happy I'm going to skip back here. home, man. I want to see you guys. Hello. Uh, oh, my so God. happy to be here. Yeah? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's fun. It's what if fun. I had so many Can tricks? I have it? Can I huh? have it? Yeah, of course. I want to use it. Uh, Andrew, how'd you sleep uh, last night? <laughs> I woke up a while ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I slept fine, I guess. I uh, didn't hear you watching Bachelorette. Yeah. Every night. Um, yeah, you've been alone the past couple nights. I don't, I don't cry when I watch The Bachelor. What are you talking what about? What are those sounds? Then? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I cannot get through The Bachelor. I am so bored by it. And uh, this season... There is a guy on there. I talked about it earlier, but mom, did you see The Bachelorette? There's a guy who got caught with notes for how to win on The Bachelorette. And it's, yeah, the first night. And I feel so bad for that guy because the guy just wanted to be prepared for this weird show he's on. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he he drew up some notes and these girls go in and they're like, Room Raiders, this is the thing we always do, except it's not. It's definitely a thing that one of the producers, while they were producing him and being like, what are you going to wear on your first night? They were like, wait, he has some fucking notes over there. They probably took a sneaky picture of it. They went back to the producer tent and they go, guys, oh, we have tent, notes. Huh? They went yeah. to the tent? Well, I, I was, uh, I was uh, behind the scenes on F-Boy Island. I know there's uh, tents all over yeah, the place. there's a lot of tents. I don't right want to, I don't want to blow anyone's minds right now or like ruin the shows. Yeah. But they got tents. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's tents where there are conversations happening. So I, I'm guessing a producer went back and he was like, guys, Oh, I saw notes. This guy has tons and pages of notes, and I saw at the top it said how to succeed on The Bachelor. And they're like, well, how are we going to get those notes? That seems like an invasion of privacy to steal them. Oh, let's just create a thing we've never done where two of the old contestants go in and kick the guy out and go through his room and go through his stuff. And so they find these notes, and then, oh, are they going to bring it to her right away and go, there's a guy on this show that has these notes. No, they're going to let her go on a date with him and have a little fun and have her... be invested in him and then they're gonna be like hey we just think it's only right for you to know he has notes and bt dubs she didn't even like this guy to begin with this is the tricks of all this show let me just say because when you go back and watch it all of the all of her like she goes on the date and they show like her so whenever you watch a reality show i just don't want to blow your mind but anytime the character like the main character is talking in like a one the one person yeah. thing where they're just making commentary alone. They're doing that way after the fact of everything that happens. So don't they, give it away. I know. But I, it, Come I, on. I, but it doesn't even even I get tricked knowing that. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, they don't know what's coming, and yeah. she has so much hope. She is talking about this. She's like, I don't know. He's checking all the boxes, and this and she's on the date, and you can tell she's like, oh my god. But in retrospect, they wanted it to seem like, oh, she had a lot of faith in him, so this note seems like, oh. But she didn't like him at all. So now she's she's phoning it in. She's like, I don't know. He brought me to an ice cream cut truck. I'm thinking he's the one. And then, of course, <laughs> Tasha and Caitlin come in, and they're like, oh, my God, he has notes. She goes, and she makes him go. The notes were a little creepy. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, they were weird. Yeah, yeah. But, they, they, and at first, he was like, my friend's wife wrote them, and then I wrote some too. And she was like, "And well, then which I ate the it? dog." He and said. then what? He ate the dog. I heard. <laughs> yeah, he just tried to get out of it. I, I, I think uh, <laughs> if you had a guy though taking notes, he watched all your specials. I would be so flattered. Really? If I was on a show where, but they were like outlined and like and uh, you know the numbers and the I would letter, see like his just spelling cre- and yeah. if he, you know, wrote in like you know run on sentences or. Yeah. 
you you know like fragments. That's really what makes me just like check out is bad spelling. But I think it shows effort. And listen, if we are for a second <laughs> thinking that anyone going on Bachelor in Paradise is looking for love, what are you trying to pull on us, B- Bachelor Nation? Or, Dad, are you're in here? the Bachelor Nation. Are they here? My dad became a member during COVID. He joined Bachelor Nation. We got him into it. He had to take the test. What, Dad, what's the capital of Bachelor Nation? Milan, that, but it's okay. Uh, it's been a while. No, he had to take a whole test and pledge uh, his, you know, yeah, allegiance. That's the right. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for chiming in now. Um, I'm sure he was like so. He was so happy when you moved out. Oh my no, he <laughs> you're, like you're Mr. Bachelor. He's like, get the fuck out of no. my house. Like seriously, the, the and then I have is, to live with it, and I can't sleep. So many guys like these shows. They really do because they they are compelling and they're fun. You know what, girls? I enjoy watching men watch these shows because I get to see, I get to see how men like process, you know, hot women and have even judgments of these perfect specimens. Like these women are all tens, you know, St. Louis tens. Let's be honest, but like, (laughs) LA sevens. That's why I like living here. Um, dude, I'm not joking. You're all so beautiful, and I'm so flattered to have, like, good-looking <laughs> besties. Not I'm you not, guys. No, they, they, y- it's you not guys them. are hot. They're not the... We really person. do have hot fans. I'm not even joking. Like, I don't have to lie about that. But being in L.A. for this... I got off the plane the other day, and I lived there for years, and I was just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, it was... The, everyone's so hot. And it just... It wasn't like, I'm not hot enough. It just looks so exhausting to like be that hot and to like always have like, you're like, smelling something. Like look like, pretty while you get your feet rubbed? There might be like, yeah. <laughs> you mean get your feet rubbed like a prima donna? I mean. <laughs> oh my God. With snake earrings <laughs> and looking hot? I mean, this is <laughs> not tough. someone who's trying to look cool. This I don't is know, someone those snake earrings are pretty cool, I'm wearing a shark ring. I'm wearing <laughs> snake earrings. I'm wearing a shirt made by a bestie. Um, okay, Andrew, let's talk about yeah. uh, you're obsessed with Squid Game. How many people in the room have seen Squid Game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I have not seen it. Yes. What, you are obsessed with it. Uh-huh. You, yeah. Any Anything else? Oh, uh, no thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. No, I have a couple. Yeah. Uh, no, the ending I thought was terrible. I think you should have got on the plane and... and well, uh, don't... Sw- I don't know oh, where sorry. alerts. <laughs> doesn't I, get on a plane. I'm just fucking with y'all. Ah, there's a tent or Wait, something. Am I, I going to watch know. the first episode and be like, I know he doesn't get on the plane and like, it's going to ruin it you for me? You said you wouldn't watch it. I'm never going to watch it. Yeah. Because it seems too, like, I'm going to be nervous. Huh? And I, yeah, you know how I feel about squids. Mickey goes, are there squids? Like, she, that's what her I big worry was. I thought it was going to be like octopus teacher or squids were going to be like eaten or something. Do you ever watch mukbangs where uh, Asian women are eating like live octopuses and stuff? Uh, yeah, maybe that's porn <laughs> all the time. No, that's a real thing. Wait, so, but the, why is it squid? Why is it called squid? Because it was a game that I don't want to give it away, but this is the first episode, and then he didn't get on the plane in the last one. But uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> oh, Andrew, dude, one time I told my buddy who Kaiser Soche was before he watched, oh. and it was probably the most shitty thing I've ever done. <laughs> But in, in retrospect, Kevin Spacey taught me. You know? but <laughs> <laughs> he got me. Yeah, yeah, he really, he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to give away who I am in that movie. Wait till you find out who I really am. 
<laughs> that you would one's, wish I had a limp. That yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. that one's coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is uh dark. Okay. Anyways, the show's great. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. It's. Uh, I think the first episode is probably one of the best first episodes ever. I love this guy. He's like downtrodden and he's just. Yeah, like you claim that he was the best actor you've ever seen in your entire life. Today, <laughs> who's seen the show? Who? Yeah. Well, how you, good is that actor? Is he really great? What's his okay, name? Okay. Huh? What's his name? Yeah. Oh, Noah, this you oh, son oh of thank a you, bitch. Noah. Thank you so much, Noah. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only actor and, and, yeah. and DiCaprio and yeah. Shia LaBeouf. But. Yeah, and Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but I just wear his wardrobe. Um, do you like this guy's wardrobe? We know that you tend to just kind of rip off celebrities. But I wait for them to die. You wait for them to die. You wait for the opioid crisis to take their life, and then you swoop on in. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This is a very Mac Miller, I'm not going to lie. Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. Bourdain. Bourdain died, and then a couple weeks later, he was just sporting some like kind of... <laughs> new kind of uh, John Varvatos boots. And I go, what the hell are those? And he goes, I don't know. I saw Bourdain wearing them. And I go, when? when were they his, dangling? Jesus. <laughs> In the casket. Yeah, he looked pretty cool. And then... Uh, he always looked like he was dead, though, to be honest. Yeah. yeah he had a very dead chic. Yeah. Oh, God. He was a cool dude. That That one bummed me out a lot. You yeah. know, what's what's been the number one celebrity death that you were like rocked by? Uh, Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The one. I would, you know, listen to him with my dad. Did you cry? Uh, no, uh, a little bit. I remember I was in the park and I was trying to cry. I was like, I should be crying. Oh, yeah. I love when you try uh, to I cry. I hate when the should be cry. <laughs> yes. And then you don't cry and then you're, like, you're a sociopath. Fucking yeah. Idiot. Yeah. And then you're but like, it's hard oh, when oh. your mom dies and you just are like, you know, you got a golf who's game tomorrow. Dying? Wait, who's, just kidding. Oh. I'm just putting a scenario where you, can, <laughs> where you should definitely be crying. Uh, no, you, the funniest moment. Can I tell the moment where you cried? Yeah. Oh, God. Is that okay? Is, is yeah, that too of dark? Course. No. We, we were about we were in the we were in uh, Cayman filming F Boy and we were swimming after a shoot. I in, smoked your ass in a swim race. Yeah, yeah. We he did. I challenged him in a swim race. He beat me, and it was humiliating because that's the only sport that I feel like I'm any good at. And uh, but I but I recovered, and we were. You did a butterfly, which was fantastic. Thank you, thank you for I just giving want to my redeem, butterfly. Yeah, the, yes. She has a great butterfly. Folks. She really thank does. Thank Can you. we give it up for a butterfly? No, I mean, I mean it's, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> textbook. It's all about. <laughs> um, if you just yeah, yeah, you gotta have that. Stern, you gotta look like a poster you know over an executive's desk. That's like. <laughs> um, okay. I trust that doctor. I don't so know why. Uh. We we were in. It was this beautiful sunset on Seven Mile Beach, which is really five miles because of erosion or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's what they say. And. Uh, <laughs> It was the sun was setting and I was kind of over it because you guys know how I feel about nature. I was like, I'll Google image it later. And so I went inside to go pee or get something to eat. And I come back and uh, and I leave Andrew alone just standing in the, the water. It's calm water, sunset, beautiful and uh, this, you know, crystal clear water. And we come I come back and then you join me up at the you know, we're sitting kind of like in the dark now uh, at the twilight and uh, you come up and you're kind of somber you wrap a towel around yourself and you're just kind of sitting there and you go no I just that sunset just kind of 
made me cry and i go oh my really i go i think i probably was like you pussy uh, i go it's just like to make you cry and he go and i go oh. you know what your butterfly wasn't that good i'm not gonna lie it wasn't really that great no, I think I was like, wait, what, how did you yeah. do that? How'd you cry at a sunset? Like, I've never seen you cry at something so beautiful. And he goes, what did you say? I thought it was actually Well, I thought of my mom because she, <laughs> this is sad, but she has emphysema, uh, which is COPD, which is, uh, <laughs> I got to keep going. <laughs> it's just a lung disease, <laughs> which she has to be on oxygen, so she can't travel that much. And she definitely can't swim in the ocean because it's not a scuba tank it's a oxygen tank. yeah it doesn't work that way i tried i pushed her in yeah. but she just she just sank right away you it was it weird was the same thing yeah it was weird but she's still going uh but yeah but so. you were like yeah my mom just like i just realized i was getting to do something that my mom won't probably never ever get to do again you know and i go oh my god and i almost started tearing up i was just like that is like really sad i was like so did your mom, like, did she, like, love swimming? And he goes, no, I don't think I've ever seen her go in the water. <laughs> she never, we lived on the water, and she didn't go near it. Like, pre-oxygen. I'm talking when she had all her lungs. She was still not swimming at all. It was so She funny. hated the beach, actually. Maybe that's why I was crying because it was like, man, I hate this too. You know, <laughs> just like my mama. It was so funny. Yeah. Just you being like, no, I never even saw her step foot in water. Uh, not even a bath. We grew up in Florida. And like, there's no excuse. So then we just started saying, like, a bus would drive by and I'd be like, I can't believe your mom will never get hit by a bus again. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's never even an option for her because she, like, I mean, it just, you can turn it, you can make it anything. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, she'll never, you know, you know, something creative. <laughs> She'll never something creative. Again, you know? Yeah. How How's your you... foot massage, by the way? I mean, I'm so it's, jealous. It's like tingling. You know what? You're so calm. That, yeah. Like, you have like a very... Like, yeah, stop hitting on her. Please. I'm She's not mine. hitting on her. <laughs> but I love your Christ. hair, baby. No, I'm just fucking. I, just fucking I like around, it but... more. Um, no, she <laughs> is so good. Like, they're so good. Yeah. Brenna's not listening. Don't worry. It's. Uh, I miss it's, you, Brenna. I miss her we miss so you, Brenna. Much. Uh, um, yeah, we all miss her. Uh, I just. I'm so sad. She'll never get to swim again. It sounds like she's dead. <laughs> Who is, who's dead Brenna. now? When we say Brenna, we miss you. Um, oh, yeah. No, masseuse. 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 Masseurs, M- licensed massage That's therapist, so long. LMTs, but that takes out the hand job part of it, right? Masseuses, you think? Uh, she's gonna give me something. Wait, you think that is what adds the? Well, I think that's why they go licensed massage therapist. You know, you're not gonna get a, a happy ending. They're oh, gonna, you know, they're gonna just. It. I guess that's what the license is yeah. all about. Yeah. <laughs> the places you used to frequent might yeah, not They were have very a... unlicensed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so Just you're an LMT. Just kidding. Yeah, Just you have kidding. a you have a very yeah, a therapist, yeah. Um you have a very calming vibe about you. And yes, this foot massage is fantastic. And I yeah, you I've been making you give me massages on the road. Yeah, you I'm do not a happy great about job. It. Yeah. And but you you're so good at it, and it makes me so mad because I have to beg you, and you won't do it. And sometimes I'm like, do it. Like why? Oh, like this isn't me asking. First of like, all, you ch- offered me money. At first I did, and then and you I go, said, I don't want the money. I don't want the money. And then I didn't give it to you. But that was reverse uh, license <laughs> massage psychology. <laughs> 
money. I obviously always want the money. Dude, like, I will, who doesn't I want? I will pay you. You for, owe me seven hundred dollars. Okay, I will pay you for because you said a hundred dollars a massage. I've been keeping a tally. You do it for two seconds, and then when I start going, ow, you dig harder. Right. It's like that's your sign. You know when you have sex sometimes, and you're like, oh, that's great, and then they keep doing, but they change it. I, women do it too. I hear it as a common complaint on Reddit. It's like. If we, if we tell you we like it, don't change it. Like, I think that's a thing that happens. That's what you do with massages. Like, you'll go harder, and you really do torture me, which I love. You could go harder, bitch. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hurt your hands, but it doesn't hurt your hands. Do you ever, like, do you have to do exercises? You build up endurance. Okay. To get but, ready for yeah, that okay. mountain of a bunion. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty have big Have you ever bun, seen right? a foot like this? Her dad has the this same foot I This bunion's even bigger. I mean, look at that. Whoa. That one's cranking. I know. It's big. I don't know how your skin holds it in. I know. Honest. It's it's about to crack through. You know what I mean? Like, the skin just looks like, ah. I, I think the I same thing. Yeah, it's It's amazing. like a pregnant woman's belly. You have to rub, like, oils on it and <laughs> and and sing to it at night. It's like the animal from Space. <laughs> so it recognizes my it. voice. Wait, did you... Does it ever come out of the skin, though? Have you ever seen a, a protruding... At night, mine does. Huh? <laughs> and it comes in your room. <laughs> And it gently just n- nuzzles your head. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. There's no. I've. Re- you want to ask? You ask me about bunions. Don't ask okay. her. She's busy. I know about bunions. Okay. I Has a bunion ever fully no, come out of the skin? No, it does not come out of the skin. It. Your skin can hold the bunion in. Okay. That's the rhyme that every podiatrist <laughs> learns. <laughs> No, they don't come out of the skin. We got to get to the news. Let's get to the news. Oh, you heard it here first. first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah. Hey. Oh, it's uh, Wednesday, folks, and you know what that means. It's It's Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird people listen. Uh, (laughs) It is. Right? To be honest, like, yes. And, like, it has only dawned on me uh, recently from meeting fans after shows that like it's a real thing and like it it, it and I know what it's like. I listen to uh, the Arch Morning Show, the Courtney Show, every single morning, and I like look forward to getting out of bed because I know there's going to be people live talking to me and like do and I know all the bits. I know the inside jokes. One of those people is here tonight, Chris Convey from the Courtney <laughs> Show. Yeah. I really recommend. I recommend that show to our listeners. You can get it on the, the Arch app, no matter where you live, but it is uh, on 106.5, the Arch in St. Louis. But I just, I get it. Yeah. I, you know, it's I get that kind of obsession with a show that's there for you every day, and that's why I wanted to make it four days a week. And I'm, I'm, when I meet people and they're like, We're fr- I feel like you're my friend, I go, no, you are, like we are. And I don't want to extend that to people who have, mental illness that makes them think that we should be together forever and stuff like that. But yeah. most people, yes, it's good we're that friends. you have a limit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I find it out usually when there's a <laughs> blade in my stomach, um, uh, uh, during a meet and greet. But I can't wait to wear your outfits after you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's saying you're famous. All That's you kind of cool. My like boyfriend clothes. The ones that are like baggy boyfriends. All right. First story. <laughs> Oh, we're yep. so good at this. All right, a hiker who got lost oh, on yeah, a... Oh, co- yeah, this, 
This is crazy. Oh, you already know. Sorry, I already heard this on the Courtney show. Really? Yeah. Really? Did this you talk about this? No, this was What's everywhere. Your all's hot t- huh? This was everywhere. Oh, this guy, yeah. he was on a Colorado mountain for more than 24 hours. He ignored calls from rescuers because he didn't want to pick up an unknown number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I, I have so many creditors. I'd rather die on that mountain. Then talk to another guy being like, hey, Mr. Colin, yeah. you owe four grand for that penis pump you bought. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you didn't even pay. You were like, you had that little layaway? Yeah, it's a lot of payments. Yeah, it's a, it's a payment per pump, actually. That's, that's how it works. Right. No, you're right, dude. Like that, those call, that just shows how much people... When I call a number and I know they don't have it in their phone when they do pick it up i go what's wrong with you <laughs> like uh, why would you you shouldn't answer that you no should text should... before you should give a preemptive yes text. yes exactly like hey this is nikki pick up mm-hmm. i'm calling you in a minute yeah and then you call and then they're dead on a mountain yes <laughs> or, yes you know so the rescue team spent all evening searching for this guy the guy got home safe yeah he just didn't answer his phone so he wasn't like stuck the whole time oh he wasn't like waiting for stuff he was like i got it yeah, he, yeah. he was like, a man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, we'll help you. It's like the best. No, I, I think I, I know what I'm doing and ignoring it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I mean, if you were stuck on a mountain, how long do you think you'd last? I wouldn't be on a mountain. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I would not get stuck. I would not ever we get lost skiing. in the woods. Yeah, I got lost skiing one time. I went down a path. I was faster than my parents and I kind of went off on my own. It was very scary. I was rescued by some like gnarly ski bums, dude. Really? You had to be dragged down the mountain or whatever? Not dragged, but they were just like, what's this 12-year-old girl doing by herself (laughs) at the bottom of the, you know, King Tut lift or whatever it was? And uh, yeah, and they scooped me up and then I was, you know, and uh, that's how I became Peekaboo Street. uh, I really did feel like I wanted to be adopted into the mountain and like become... A, a, I wanted to like grow up on a mountain yeah. and be a, a professional skier. I got stuck on a mountain once. You dude. did? It's weird. Yeah. What do you mean? A, I just I was in Colorado. No, I was in Canada, and my buddies went down faster than me because you know I'm Mr. Oh, 12, Twelve Falls. Falls. Yeah, I fall a lot. We, and, uh, we nicknamed him Twelve Falls because we went skiing last year, right before, January, right before the pandemic, and he f- <laughs> I, 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 he had a rough day. It was like and it it should have been. He had he would only snowboarded really. It was his first time skiing in forever. But I would had just like a giggle fest. I was just in that kind of loopy mood of just giggling. And I asked Andrew, I go, how do you know how many times you fell today? And he goes, I don't know, twelve times. And that's like a lot to fall. <laughs> like that's a lot. And so we nicknamed him Old Twelve Falls. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, that was dug on the mountain fall. I guess. Yeah. And I ended up going down. It's a ten. It was called. Oh yeah. And I didn't know what ten. I didn't know what that like meant. Like a di- black diamond. It's, no, it was ten kilometers. So it was just a green that just. Slowly. Oh, that's like. So by the time like I got down, miles. it was like nighttime. And my friends, my friends were all betting that I was dead. And then, and then they were like, we're going to go helicopter skiing tomorrow because Andrew's slowing us down. And so they were all happy that, you that hopefully I was either, or like broke a leg. Oh my God. And uh, then they saw me just, uh, what's it called when you, uh, when a you, pizza. Yeah, it was pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Aww. like nighttime and they're like, is that Andrew? I'm pizza and down. Aww. It took me like 30 minutes. That's yeah, what I like about you though. You do things you're bad at. Oh, thanks. You know, like you're not scared to do things that you're bad at. Like you, you're, you're yes. adventurous. 
Uh, kind of. I did jump out of a plane once. You did when we went to go see the stingrays in Cayman. You're way more. Stingray you're City. way better with the stingrays. Well, when you involve an animal, I'm all in. That's gotcha. where people go. Whoa, Nikki, you love nature. I thought you hated it. I'm like, but there's an animal. I'm getting in there. But stingrays, <laughs> you were obsessed that it was. What about Steve Irwin? I'm like, name yeah. one other person that's been killed by a stingray. Like, but he's it, the big one. But I know. <laughs> but like, like, also do your Google. Anything and like these are they were so friendly they were proven friendly and even with the facts you were still scared. Although I did get bit by one and it was thrilling. Wait, what? I got like nipped by one and it was really thrilling. Oh. Where? Like on the on the thigh. Well, yeah. Steve Irwin. Thighs like what? I don't know. I mean, it's just. It, Tell us, Andrew. How, how do you feel about Steve Irwin? I mean, I, are you gonna cry? No, I was just mad. He only had one outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it was only green. Are you serious? Come on, buddy. Step up. You know, Did you ever steal it? <laughs> I would try. No, right. but the thing about... Okay, can I just say, oh, yeah. Steve Irwin was... It was like a bull ray. So it was like this... <laughs> it was the type of stingray that, like, it can... Like, it is a different kind of stingray. It's These a great white of the stingrays. The ones that you see yeah. at... Yeah, it, it, yes, That's it was the great said. white yeah. of stingrays. Great like, it was of, very yeah. dangerous. These other ones, unless you step on them while they're sleeping, they only get one barb to shoot off. And they're not going to shoot off a barb unless... It's like, it, unless but they it are, does okay. have a barb. It does have a barb, but it has to shoot it off. It's not gonna like you touch it, and it's like, ah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I still mean, look, scared. It's uh, it was a pandemic. Okay, what all is right. happening? Oh, it sounds like someone's steaming something. Oh, all right. Well, I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> it's kind of like comforting. It's it sounds like, like someone's making noise. tea. Yeah, it's like yeah. your sound machine. Yeah, it is like my sound machine. <laughs> I just like pass out. All right, young Americans are having less sex than ever before. Okay. The study wrapped up two years before the pandemic. I I I don't understand a study that's from two years ago, but I I don't know. Okay, well, but we'll just, keep, they going. Just keep going. Keep going. You know, they they just put in the data. It took a long time. The spreadsheet was confusing. Yeah, according to okay. studies authors, there are several explanations. The go 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 twenty four seven busy lifestyle means less time to have sex. Heads buried in tech devices a lot. Additionally, an increase in anxiety and depression in young adults. Failure to launch. Women opting out of casual sexual encounters and the role smartphones have played in making us less... Okay, 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 okay. We got it. No, there's four more like paragraphs. Matthew McConaughey movies. Um, failure to launch. Okay. You want to keep going? Let me... What else? Uh, a reliance uh, uh, on social anxiety through technology uh-huh. doesn't help young people develop the social and intimacy... Intimacy, skills, and vulnerability needed to be in a physical relationship. That makes that makes sense. It does, but I think you fuck way more because of your phone. That that's actually true too, because it's like easier to make yeah. hookups. I read I read a great meme the other day that was like <laughs> you read it. Yeah, you like read a meme, you know, like a, a tweet that's like a picture, and it said I forget where I heard it. Maybe I heard it on your show, Chris, but it was about um how someone was like, oh. Uh, Oh, you met, oh, dating apps, dating apps are so weird. Everyone meets on dating apps now. I used to just go out and meet whoever was around. <laughs> like, it's just like, wait, what? Why is that better? Yeah, that person has chlamydia a lot. But that's, like, that person is. That's just, true, though. Like, dating used to be just like, whoever's around. And yeah. for some reason, that's more noble than, like, an app where you can actually specify what you're looking for, you know? Yeah, no, I think, I mean, for a while, it was weird to meet on the internet. 
Oh, it was so embarrassing. Like, Everyone, no you one met would admit on it. Tinder? Yeah. Weird. And it's like now if you meet at a bar, you're a fucking freak. Yeah, yeah. It is. especially during a pandemic, you know. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, <laughs> um, it it you're right. When you do meet people, you just assume you met online or on Instagram. Like dating apps equal Instagram, someone Instagram, split or something. Yeah, yeah. but it, meeting like you and your boyfriend Noah, like you had no met each other through. We met in friends. real life. Oof. That's good. We met in real life, and yeah. then seven years later, I requested a follow. You know, like I requested to follow him. Oh, and then he DM'd me. You made the first move. Oh. You requested him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. was private, huh? Uh-huh. That's a good man right Wait, there. Wait, did who made the first DM? He did the first DM. Oh. And then remember what we did the, the book what on saying? him. What what, you what, what you did the book on him? Oh, because yeah. you had already gotten the book. Who here knows yeah. about the book? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. If you Are don't you know, dating her? Oh, you got engaged? You're engaged. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> she got two ideas. What chapter were Wait you on when you? <laughs> what did, did were you engaged before you read the book? Oh, no. Did the book help you get engaged? No. Okay, but did it help you <laughs> have a better relationship? Yeah. You, you did you learn from the book? Yeah, I actually did. What'd you learn? What's the most important thing you learned from the book? To speak with feelings. Speak with feelings versus I think. Right. Leave the I thinks for him. Yeah. The, the hardest thing with that. <laughs> Damn. It's you feel like she has a hard time. If you, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He thinks. Oh, he thinks. Oh, he yeah. Thinks. He's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't know the book, it's called Getting to I Do, and it talks about masculine and feminine energy. And, and most relationships, uh, about, I would say, 80% the, in a straight relation, heterosexual relationships, the man is a mas- wants to be the masculine energy. The woman is the feminine energy. And one of the things is it teaches women how to speak to a masculine energy man so that he can receive it better and how you can be more understood. And what it tells you is like, (laughs) don't tell a man I think. Always just talk about your feelings and never ask a man how he feels unless... Noah? You're you're playing the masculine No, he's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what she said. Dr. Pat Allen said, don't ask a man how he feels unless he's on fire. They they don't want to talk about... Have you met this woman in real life? Yeah. What's she like? Well, I talked to her on the phone. <laughs> yeah, she just she's phone very, calls. very intimidating, and she, and she also did our uh, show. You yeah. up? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a private consult with Does her. She one seemed time. like a good time. <laughs> yeah, she's she. I mean, she's almost like that Doctor Ruth kind of character. Yeah. You know, very sex positive, but no, no uh, bullshitting with this woman. How many times has she been married? Uh, I think she, her first husband died, and now she is with someone else. And she just she goes, "I'm a." I'm a badass bitch in the office place. She's like, you are intimidated by her. I mean, she's scary. And she goes, when I go at home, when I go home, I am very docile. I'm just, I'm like very receiving energy. I'm the opposite because I got up, I got to change because that's what I want in a relationship. I don't want to be the one that's like, I think this. So it's interesting that you say that I think and I feel. So women are instructed to only speak with I feel. <laughs> and it, it does, and I've said this before, the book you start, go, you go, I have to live like a goddamn handmaid. And the truth is, yes, but not forever. <laughs> yeah. Just until you get the guy and then he dies. And then you get to go back to the way you were. But at first, yeah, you got to do all these rules. But what you do learn is like, you, you're, you're actually... Because Noah, we b- batted up against this a lot with this book of like, Oof. oh, we have now we have to we have to dress sexy for men. 
we have to wear uncomfortable clothes so that they look at our bodies and think of us sexually and then we can't have sex with them and then we also have to always speak with our feelings and we can't ever tell them what we Ugh. think even if we know what, what's better we have to just go what do you think I should eat for dinner and then they tell <laughs> us and you go oh I feel like that's a good idea and it's just like oh god but the thing is it it actually honors what you how you want to and be handled. It taught us how to set boundaries. Yes, yes, and those are that's very hard what? to set boundaries. Uh, yeah, it is. That's the, being able to go. This is what I want, and if you can't do it, um, bye. bye. And also, yeah. like, but but it, isn't it annoying to have to like second guess everything you're doing instead of just. No, Bean. it's a map for us. It's, it's not. It's, it's helping us not second guess. Yes, exactly. Uh. It's knowing that if you want what you want, like, you know, I'm I'm, make, I'm building my whole special around this book and oh teaching women to, because I just always thought that if someone, if a guy, especially a guy that you like and want to like you, or anyone that you want to like you, if you, if they ask you for something and you give it to them, they'll like you more. Like that's the. That's what you would think would happen, right? But then I learned that, honestly, people, I tend to like people who stand up for themselves and who who can, and I'm not going to, because I'm always scared that, Noah, you'll ask for something and I'll be like, I'm sorry, I and I like don't want it. Let's say you were like want my Zevians the last one and you know how I feel about these, okay? Yeah. And I just am like, no, sorry, it's the last one. My fear is that you're like, Nikki's such a fucking bitch and I don't want to be friends with her anymore. She wouldn't share her Zevia. But instead, like, <laughs> what you might think is she just knows what she wants and she can say it. I don't have to say it in a way that's like, you would ask for this. It's just like, no, I really like this, Noah, and it's, like, very important to me, and I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go buy you another one. Like, I don't have to give this to you because if I give it to you, I'm secretly going to resent you for asking exactly. for this thing that I actually know that you know I want. Exactly. And I didn't know that worked with sex, so I feel like... If I ever have a daughter, I'll drown her and wait for a son. But if I am forced to then have a daughter, uh, yeah, I'll name her Zevia. No, I feel like the sex talk I'll give my daughter is, you know, don't ever do anything you don't want to do, which I think men go, duh. Why would a girl do something she doesn't want to do? But you don't understand how we're conditioned in society to just be people pleasers even the ones that are like someone like me who people go wow you're so confident and badass and it, it doesn't mean we've been manipulated by people we're just you know guys want to have sex and so if we want to like a, if we like a guy we want to just like give him what he wants that's why when my mom used to say to me nick save your sex save it I never knew what that that was a weird way to say what you meant but <laughs> save it Nick don't give away your sex just saying don't give away your your sex is weird because it just yeah you go don't give away your sex me and Sabrina Jalees who's my uh good friend we couldn't get over that that um words of wisdom you gave us and I remember at the time being like but I like sex mom you're a prude you don't like sex it's easy for you the thing is you like a good banging, right, Dad? You you enjoy it just as much as the rest. But what? But you learned to respect yourself and say, "Listen, I'm not gonna give that to you until you, like, you know, prove to me that you that you take out the garbage." And she's still waiting for that, Dad. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a tangent, but the funniest thing was I try to I really try to live by this in my life of like communicated with feelings more than think because I don't even like to boss a guy around and be like I think you should do this I'm really careful about that because 
that's something that I do in my business life and in a relationship. I don't want to be that. And um, you someone try I was to do used... it in both, you know. Well, what? <laughs> oh. Should try to bring it over to business. <laughs> I'm glad you, you had fun with that. <laughs> well, you didn't I have to feel be so hurt weird by about what you just said. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't understand what you were saying. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, this got weird. No, no, no. It didn't. How's your feet? Um, no, I was, my feet feel great, but I, the the problem with the think thing, I don't know if you've run into this one time there was a guy that I was, I was, you know, a guy I'm dating and I was trying to be more in my feelings or, and not ask them how they feel and more like what they think. And he had COVID and I had to write him and say, how do you feel? feel about your COVID? <laughs> like, <laughs> how? Or no, I go, no, no. How do you, how do you think, think about, about your COVID? COVID? I go, because yeah. I didn't want to say, how are you feeling? I almost wrote that because that's what you write when someone's sick. I was like, how do you, what do you think about the congestion in your chest? <laughs> like, it was so hard to do it. But, um, but we're married and so it worked. I am here to announce it. Um, it's, it, it really is like scary to go, oh, I'm reading this book. Someone actually wrote into the show and said that's uh. a guy called a guy that she was using the book on as we say which sounds bad but she was reading this book and a guy she was dating saw the book on, on her, her nightstand night yeah, yeah it's a tough title to it see. is a t- yeah getting to i do it, it seems like a lot yeah especially it if is. it's a second date but that's why you got to cover it like a biology book in high school yeah. with that a brown paper bag yeah like why yes. is she still studying high school <laughs> It should like, come you know, with another like, cover, like Infinite Jest. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just so you look intellectual. I thought it was longer. Yeah, yeah. The, it's, the, uh, it's the abridged version. Um, all right, let's get to, should we take a break and then go to Why Do I, Why care? Do I care? Yes. All right, here's our break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer. And so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know, what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Andrew, why do I care? I don't know. <laughs> why do I care? You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it oh, we'll do that again. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Throw it in. This is our celebrity news segment. Why do uh, I care? What's going on second. in the news? Um... Here are the results of a survey about rich people versus normal people things. It's not a. <laughs> it's okay, well, why. we've deviated from the original. We're trying uh, to keep it evergreen. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I'm sorry. This, yeah. And why don't we just say Rihanna takes quiz? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, the difference All between right, rich if people. The, if this is normal or rich. Okay. Living in a house, not an apartment. Rich or normal. I would say normal. Eating out every week. What kind of eating out are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Both is abnormal. Uh, I I would say that is a, that's a rich thing. Normal. Oh. Well, who's to say? Who's, 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 who's to Five people voted, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And it was all the same It was an Us Weekly who wore it best. Growing up with your own room. Rich. Normal. No. No, 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 no. I, you didn't have your own room growing up? No, and I didn't want it. I thought you had your own room. Well, I did eventually when we got rich, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't get rich, but we moved to a bigger house because my dad got a little more money. But yeah, I used to share a bedroom. I love sharing a bedroom. 
upgrading your phone every year, rich or normal? Uh, that's normal because you get you get that free upgrade. Rich. What? <laughs> I feel like this is just a guy named Rich or a guy from normal Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Like these are totally arbitrary. Going to the movie. <laughs> To the movies, normal or rich? Going to the movies, um, <laughs> 1999. Like, no one does that anymore. Yeah. Normal Everything, or rich? Everyone streams. Uh, well, it's. I think it's $46 for a matinee yeah. ticket, so rich. Not normal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> having a second fridge in the garage. Alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> um, that's like uh, that's grandpa. That's uh, that's normal. Okay, it is normal. You yes. got it right. Yeah, it nailed it. That was a close one, though. Okay, <laughs> going on school trips as a kid, normal. Normal. Or, yeah, that's normal. Ordering an appetizer or dessert with your meal at a restaurant. Oh, that's rich. Normal. Oh. oh. Uh, owning a car. My parents convinced me that's not what we do. We never got apps. We never got apps. You never got we, our appetizer. We have Viennetta at home. No, we never even got that. That was rich. Wait, Remember Vianetta? Oh, oh, like oh the, the sound of the Vianetta commercial. It would be like click, click, click. It would click through the layers of ch- uh, like hardened chocolate. Oh. It was little layers of chocolate and ice cream. It'd be like Vianetta. And it was probably like a $4 loaf of ice cream with like thin layers of chocolate. And the sound was so ASMR. It'd be like click, click, click through all. Oh, it was so good. You remember Vianetta, Mandy? Yeah, yeah, the clicks, you get it. Yeah, sounds like you're uh, like when you work a bunion. Click, click, click. Like the clack. Owning a car, normal or rich? Uh, rich? Normal. This is dumb. Yeah, this, well, <laughs> yeah, this game it. sucks. And first of all, it makes rich sound abnormal, which. I going mean, grocery shopping without worrying about rich prices. Rich people feel bad. What? Going shopping for groceries without worrying about prices. Oh, that's rich. That is rich. Oh, oh that's rich. <laughs> that <laughs> buying, sounds like a grandmother watching a soap opera. <laughs> buying Starbucks every week. Oh, every week? Yeah. Normal. Every day? Rich. Four times a day? Addict. <laughs> <laughs> the amount I spend on Starbucks is criminal. It's it's disgusting. I should start stealing and actually make it criminal. You know, you um, could just walk in and steal. I was thinking about oh, that Oh, from today. the mobile order? Yeah. Yeah, you could. If you were addicted and you had no money, you could have a field yeah. day in there. It's happened to me a couple times someone swiped my order. And I go, well, good for them. They, they learned a new drink that they wouldn't have known about. Traveling internationally. Let's get to Fanthrax. <laughs> Traveling internationally? I hate all of this. Yes, Fanthrax. Welcome to segment where we take, um, you know, we get fan letters, DMs. Uh, we have a couple live Fanthrax here in the yes. audience. And I would love for my mother, Julie Glazer, to be our um, kind of, you know, audience uh, mic person. Who does this on shows? Uh, Ricky Lake. Oh, that was Hello. her own show. Am I on? Oh, yeah, great. there you are. Hey, Mom. Just Fanthrax. Kidding. Okay, got it. Are you having fun? <laughs> yes, Nikki. Of course. <laughs> you are? Yes, of Okay, course. what's been your favorite part so far? Um... That's okay. Okay. okay uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, so you are going you. to talk to our fans and have okay. them ask questions and just kind of be our audience so person. I so I just need to go find this fan. Yeah. Right? yeah Where fine. is our first? And so we're going to ask a question. What is the question? Well, that, you <laughs> have to find the person them. that's going to ask the question. So first, first are you my panel. question? Yes. All right. Here's our first question. Ask her her name. <laughs> what is your name? This is Anna. Anna likes... 
making cookies on Sundays. Anna doesn't like people telling her what she should do. Oh, <laughs> yes, who knows All the right. reference? That was Bob. Um, do you know that reference? No. That is from Love on the Spectrum, where oh, every person damn it, you meet, I would have known. I should have known that. You should have known it. I really hope she doesn't I have know. autism, and we're like, oh, that's the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That would have been very really well done. <laughs> yeah. That Sorry, I should have known. That's that autistic <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. Her. That was great. No. Our, that thank was you. Great. Good job on that. Okay. Yeah. What? That wasn't it. No, that wasn't her question. She was. Oh, that was her intro. I. You know, I don't even know what this Fanthrax thing is because I don't <laughs> listen to your podcast. I know you don't, Jeez. and I appreciate it. You told me not to. I know. I know. You Thank know. you. You told me not to. <laughs> Thank you for not listening. Okay. Okay. All right. What is your name again? Anna. It really is Anna? I thought that was part of the show. <laughs> Wait, why would Anna be a joke? I thought it was Anna from the show. Well, she just did an intro like people on Love on the yeah. Spectrum do. So in Love on the Spectrum, every time you meet someone, they're like, Michael doesn't like worms and dirt. He loves the sound of lips on an apple. Like, they just okay. like describe. I don't even know. <laughs> okay, what sorry about that, Anna. But she was just doing a specific thing of what she likes. What okay. did you not like again? What did you like again? I like uh, like baking on Sundays. Oh, okay. It's like my new thing, Sunday baking with Anna. Oh Just my in God. my house by Do you myself. like Instagram live it or anything like that? No. <laughs> no, it really is by yourself. Uh-huh. And then do you eat it all by no. Monday morning? Or are you like no. someone who's good about like... I'm like, I'll save it for the week and then I'll bring it to work. And I'm like, yeah, I brought cookies. And then like an hour later, I'm like, there's three left. Oh Who my God. One's oh. one. There were seven, but I ate them. Oh yeah. So yeah. what do you what do you bake mainly? Uh, cookies. Okay. Uh, cookies. <laughs> My mom's not impressed. Clearly, she wants to know more. What kind of cookies? Cookies. Cookies. No. That's that is impressive. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she, I want my mom to answer. Take over. You gotta ask no. her about. <laughs> ask her about the fan thrax. Yeah. So my actual fan thrax. I own and operate a gourmet popcorn store in downtown Kirkwood. You love popcorn. I'm working on a vegan cheddar. Ooh. Would you like that? Okay, Greg Warren comes in all the time. He's good friends he with my dad. He loves popcorn. Yeah, he will bring it to, like, ever, when he has a show in St. Louis, yes. he brings a tin to oh, the wait. staff. Oh, wait, yes. We've definitely had your popcorn. Really? Places, yes. And I've been Yay. like, get that away from me. That, well, like, you get know, it classic. in front of you. I'm going to put your logo in one of the tins. I freaking love popcorn. It okay. was, like, a problem for do a while. Do you think, like... How do you feel about vegan cheddar? Just in I general, like, would it be a good on a popcorn? I think it would be amazing. I think I would probably have to eat it with chopsticks because that vegan cheddar yep. does get, like, sticky on your fingers. Um, I am so down for it. In fact, I think what I would do with it is I would take, um, <laughs> I would take like, uh, some kind of vegan yogurt and, like, I used to dip a spoon in yogurt. This used to be, like, my weird kind of anorexic snack, but it checks out. It's legit good. <laughs> Or sour cream. You literally, fat-free sour cream, if you can find a vegan kind, dip your spoon so that it covers the spoon, not a big glob, and then you dip it in the popcorn, and then you eat it, and it's like has the cool and the crunchy. Yeah. Is that weirding you out? No. Okay, so that's I've what I'm going to do weirder. with it. Okay, good. <laughs> Trust me. Um, yeah, I'll even take some plain, like just plain just no butter. butter. Yeah. Classic. Classic okay. with we salt. We use a butter flavor, so it still kind of has a butter, but it's vegan, all the things. Great. So. Okay, as, as long as no cows were just... Even no cows were screamed at or yeah, like just nope. cursed at. Yeah. Okay. Amazing I'll flavor. Eat I'll eat whatever. All right. We How got like you 15. Get into popcorn. Huh? Um, someone reached out to me for it. I had just quit my job and then my dad owns a restaurant across the street from me in Kirkwood mm-hmm. and he's friends with this guy and this guy was like, I'm rich. 
his name and he's rich and oh he was God, like does I he wanna... travel internationally and have a refrigerator in his garage <laughs> he does does he go to the movies <laughs> he, has he been to the movies lately <laughs> yeah and uh, he invests in little, he has like, he's super smart and has all these ideas and was like, I want to open a popcorn store, but I need to find someone Is your dream to like do it. Shark Tank? Let's be honest. No. Like this seems like, sh- hey sharks, have you hey ever sharks. been like tired of microwave popcorn? You have to wait for the kernels and you got to wait one second in between kernels. Who knows how long one second is? I know you don't, Mark. <laughs> Wink. And then you, like, what's your, what's different about your popcorn than like, literally any other kind yeah our kernels are the size of the top of this mic whoa that's an exaggeration but you know they're big they're big Mm -hmm. so people come in i mean if you come into my store and you walk in and you say oh wow it smells really good in here i'm just (laughs) it's a popcorn store yeah yes it smells good well you seem that of course you have to go now eat a fucking cookie i haven't heard that today bitch yeah and then then they're like do you get tired of the smell i'm like i don't really smell it anymore and then it's oh wait no i have an idea yeah you want to smell my hair yeah i have an idea for popcorn what i have an idea for okay great okay you know the last you know when you used to make in the microwave and you'd have the ones that didn't fully pop they kind of popped. Mm-hmm. And you old maids. What's it called? They're called old maids. Can you old make maids. that? We can. I can. I'm offended. I can take them out. We've got whole. Don't name that after me. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my, that's copyrighted by me. Well, we'll put it on the shelf. The Nikki Glazer pop. But can you make? Can you make those? How do you? They're make? just in there. So whenever we dump out our kettle, uh-huh. they fall through. We have like a table that it falls. Yeah. All falls through. So then underneath, we have to clean it out every day, and they just are full of them. Who's Buttered eat, popcorn, jelly bellies, yay or nay. Like um combined, like no, just like how do you feel about the Jelly Belly flavor butter popcorn? What? That's a thing. Jelly Belly flavor, y'all know, right? Oh, it's the one you yeah. avoid. Yeah, yeah, it's so oh. gross. Yeah, but jelly beans. Okay, I'm think I don't know what I was thinking. No, was no, there no. a question? My question was, would you? Would I be would interested? That, in that? Would, oh. Does vegan cheddar popcorn sound oh. good? Yes, it would. My Thank bad. you for your My question. Bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That came Listen. off rude. I didn't mean for it to come off rude. I really didn't. I I just was hoping there was no. a question. So are you going to invest? Yeah. Are you going to commit? Are you going to pay me for the massages and I'll give her the $700? Yes. yes, I will totally take uh, some of your popcorn. Thank okay. you. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Where is it? Kirkwood? It's, um, yeah, right on Kirkwood Road, like kind of near the train station. What's it called? One more time. Kirkwood Popco. Kirkwood. Sweet. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anna, right? Thank you. Anna, we're but going that's there. real name. All right. Yeah. We got another fan thrax right over okay, here, Nikki. Yeah. Thank you. I'm pretty okay. sure it's right yes. back here. Alice and Lauren. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, what's my question? What is your fan, fan thrax? Yeah. What's your fan What's thrax? your question? You just have to put the just go. Just ask her name. You know. What is your get name? Get to know her. Lauren. Lauren. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> we do. My sister's name is Lauren. Go ahead, Lauren. Okay. I know what to do. It's cuh time. We have a couple cuz. Oh to my share. god. Oh, cuz. You know what cuz, right, mom? Oh, yeah. What's cuh? Come here, mom. I just want you to describe what cuz because I don't. I do know what this is. You and your girlfriends in high school, your girlfriends. No, no, no. Whoever was like trying to act cool, and you guys would go, "Oh, that's cuh." Yes. Okay. So the definition is when you're doing something to look cool so that other people see it, and it's something you wouldn't do alone. That's kind of what really makes it stand out. And you just say to someone. And it's a way to insult them without them knowing that you really are, but they feel it because you go, Kuh. 
And yeah, and it just, it's good. So we love our collection of kids. We do. So what do you got for us, Lauren? Okay, so the night before people get married, when guys or girls say, oh, it's your last night as a free man. Like, <laughs> that is a cut. It's so because it's not true. They're gonna get divorced. It's like get out of here. It's one of your last nights as a free man for a couple she says years. That next to her fiance. I love uh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And good luck to you guys. Yeah. Um, there are so many things involved with weddings that are cut. When are you y'all getting what my married? My least favorite thing is when a guy oh, goes, "This is the woman." I've been I I looked for this woman for 35 years and he's 35 years old it's like were you like a horny one-year-old like toddling around like where's my wife like give it like maybe start when you were like 15 I don't know when you start looking for but 35 years you did not come out of your mom's womb being like where are my bitches at like it's so weird to say like I've been on the lookout for 35 years. <laughs> 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 Wait, when are y'all getting married? Next uh, May. Yeah, May. Oh, okay. Oh, you have plenty of time <laughs> yeah. to end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No. That's great. Plenty of last nights. Okay, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what else? What do we what else we got? Um, I'm Alice. Hi and Alice. <laughs> hey Alice. <laughs> so um Lauren and I both listen to the podcast every single day and we always talk about different cuh moments. Yes. So one that's been coming up a lot is just on Instagram. People take the most universal liked things like dogs and coffee and make it their entire uh, identity. Uh, it's very <laughs> It's terrible. Uh, things that everyone likes. And it's it you know what it is? It's my thing. And I got this from my ex-boyfriend over there, Chris. He used to say it's white people because we don't have any culture and so we look for identity. We can't be like, oh, it's like the homeland or like, oh, our struggle. Like we've had none, so we're like coffee and like just like whiskey and tacos right isn't that we have no culture and so we look for identity and things everyone likes stop saying that your hobbies are whiskey and tacos those are nouns they aren't even adjectives or verbs is what i meant it's so annoying Kuh. Kuh. I, it gets me so mad when people are Kuh. thanks girls um what else I've, i saw Kuh. i mean you see Kuh all yeah. the time if I, you know we talk about it the car revving but like I'll I won't even I'll just go Kuh. like like I'll just hear it I won't even see the car I'll just hear the rev yeah. I'm in bed and I hear it and I just hear and I just go by myself just under I my pillow going Kuh. I know yeah it Kuh. becomes so therapeutic and almost you can't help yourself saying it. I could my canker sores the other day. Like I oh. bumped them and it hurt and I was like, Kuh. because I thought they were gone and they were like, we're not bitch. And I was like, Kuh. yeah, like you're coming back. I could everything. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, I could have watered it. I drank water today for the first time. In oh, my a while. God. Congratulations. Yeah. And and I swallowed it. I swear to God, I said I didn't say could out loud, but I go water. <laughs> like, like I haven't, like I was on an island and I haven't had water. Like I, yeah. Drank, have, when's Sometimes the last time you drank just water? It's so good. Um, it's been a while. It was at the hotel I stayed at in LA because I, the mini fridge, everything I couldn't open. Like it, you could not open it no matter what. I gave it to a bunch of people that came over and I was like, you try this. And they were all women like doing my hair and makeup, but we could not get it open. So I had to use the tap and I said, Ugh, water. Yeah. I definitely was like gross, but I just, I don't drink water either. I'm over being 
hating myself for not drinking water. Final thought, like, I can't, I used to get up in the morning in New York and I used to chug water until I was sick. And that's when I knew, okay, I'm getting enough water. And then I can just like forget about it for the day because my day, I'm just not someone who's like, I just love my Nalgene. It's always with me. And like, I prefer water actually. Like, I'm Some not- people's whole personality is the, uh, the recycle water cup thing that Have they you bring around. Ever heard one of those always... things drop in an airport? Oh. It sounds like gunfire. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. Oh my god! Yesterday, I don't mean to get weird, but um, <laughs> yesterday I was on a TV set. Kuh, and uh, <laughs> this is was just it pertinent. In a tent? Yeah, it was. Yeah, there were tents everywhere, dude. Whoa. And um, you know, I was just hanging out with like Will I Am, and uh, I. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Whoa. Get this started. Um, yeah, so he ended up being really nice. Anyway, I was intimidated by him at first. It was my goal because me and my friend Emil, we were going to the show in Milwaukee the other night, and in the Uber, we heard, uh, I got a feeling that tonight's going to be, be a good night. And good we both night. were laughing about how that would be the funniest song to kill yourself to. Like, and like there, there's... <laughs> In the history of people committing suicide, there's had to have been like, tonight's gonna be, be a good, yeah, good yeah. night. A feeling, yeah. ooh, ooh. Don't worry, yeah. be happy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it's get it. It's got to top yeah. the list. Yeah, it's a lot. And my goal was to tell him that and record it for Emil, just to have that, like, to, like, because whatever happens, if he's like, what the fuck, that's funny, because I've shared it with someone. And if he laughs, then that's even better. And I never got around to it, but um, I did do an impression of Halsey, that made him like me. It like at first he was a little bit, and I shared this on the podcast today, but you guys are getting it again. Um, I we were hanging backstage, and he doesn't know who I am. I introduced myself to him, and because he was like, "Where are you from?" and I'm like, "Oh, Saint, I live in St. Louis." And he was like, "Oh my God, wow!" And I go, um, I and I'm just like, I go, uh, I'm I'm a comedian, and he was like, "Oh, cool, okay, okay, cool." And so later on, like. You know, 15 minutes later, he goes, so where in Canada? And I go, <laughs> I know I'm from St. Louis. And he goes, but you, you said you were Canadian. I go, no, oh my, oh my God, a comedian. Wait, you think I was just like, and I'm, I'm a Canadian. And uh, he thought I was a stand-up Canadian. And uh, <laughs> I was like, it's much worse than that. Um and uh, but he he was like a little bit you know these guys when when you meet super famous people it takes a second to win them over they're kind of like mm, I don't know and then you do one funny thing and they go oh okay now I'm comfortable and uh, thank God we were talking about different singing voices and they were all talking about how the new voice is just the the vocal fry they're all every woman just sounds like this yeah. like. Billie Eilish and like even Ariana Grande. I didn't really understand what they were saying. I'm like, Adele. Britney Spears was the first yeah. person. Yeah. Adele. Um, and I go, what about when girls sing like this and they're little babies and they want to get changed? What if they want their papa and they're stuck in the crib? And, and he was he like, this Canadian's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, are you a Canadian? And, uh, uh, but he really liked it. It was just like so nice to cut through just to have one thing that I was like, I got him. And then afterwards he was like, you're really, you're really fast. Like you're really quick. Like he said it later on when we were in this weird dunk yeah. booth, and I felt so good. It was so nice. So that's just a brag. Kuh. And uh, <laughs> but it, but I, it wasn't even fast. I was just ducking like a baby and singing like Halsey. And um, but my point was, we were on set, and um, I don't even know if you guys are gonna be in the same mental space that I was when this happened. But so we could get there. 
Okay, so there's this one game you can get there. So we were in this one game where you they play a song backwards and if you know what it is, you have to like stomp your foot on this thing and it like it flings a microphone, like an air pressure goes through a tube and flings this kind of rubber microphone and you catch the microphone and you answer the thing, which at one point it was really funny because Will I Am was my team partner, and I am not one to be like, Will, no, that's the wrong answer. I was just like, you go, Will. So we were losing very badly because he would like think he knew it. Like one time it was very clearly, hey, yeah. And I was, and he stomped it, and I was like, yes, finally we got one because Darren Chris was cleaning up. And finally we were like, we got one. And he just, he holds the mic and he goes, bombs over motherfucking Baghdad. And I was like, no! You pitched like And you were the- like, I feel like it's hey <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But just the confidence of like, oh, the motherfucking Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a guy who hasn't been told no in a while. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> he was he was honestly not like I would think most celebrities to be. And I and I hate to be one of those people like, he's different, you guys. He was cool because he was nice to me. But honestly, that's the only criteria I uh, need for that statement. So, But at one point, I hit the thing, or someone hit the thing, and <laughs> the the mic, or no one no one hit it, and the mic just came out, right? Like out of nowhere, or it would like... And the director of the show, you could hear like the voice of God. They were like, they were on the mic, like, okay, moving on to the next scene. She just goes, oh, misfire on set. Oh boy. And it was just, and I just go, and everyone felt it, but no one could say anything. And it was just like this, it's, it's been this weird thing where no one's make, it's not, we're not doing jokes. Not obviously. Yet. What? Not yet. Not yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, there will tum- come a t- time. Maybe tonight. I'm, Maybe I'm right not now. about to. You go. It is very interesting. <laughs> when, I mean, I've written so many. <laughs> if anyone ever hacks into my phone, it will cancel me so badly. Because how do does one handle tragic events? You make jokes, especially about someone you already roasted. You know, like, yeah. it's like... I, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was making, that's, that's what we do. So yeah, if I get hacked, I'm really going down, but, uh, I got some nudes in there that'll save me. Um, Wait, but, you think the nudes are going to be so bad that they're going to be like, oh, you know what? It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> we need She's to She's going through enough reviews. already. Yeah. She already canceled her own breasts, you know? I'm, just kidding. I'm, just I'm gonna, not even <laughs> kidding you. I just closed my thighs and it, and I heard my mom's voice say, just kidding from my vagina. <laughs> all right well we gotta close out the show uh thank you guys so much for being here thank you this has been an amazing live podcast i think we'll probably do it again i hope you had fun thank you so much for listening to the show and for your questions thank you noah for making this happen thank you joe's cafe thank you andrew thank you thank you and as always don't be cur. Oh, boy. And Jackalope. Jackalope. Oh, okay. I did Jackalope today, I think. It doesn't matter. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. 
Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.